Hey everybody, welcome back to the No Regrets Marriage Podcast. I'm Johnny Morton. And I'm Carla. Joined by my beautiful wife, Carla. And uh, hey, we're glad you're joining us today. As we've hopefully you've been keeping up with us and keeping up with the podcast. And the last one was, at least last that we've dropped, it was on the season of winter. And so this time we thought we would wanted to do this for a while, so we thought we we're going to do one on forgiveness. Um, just in general, I think it's an obviously an important thing in marriage, whether there's been small hurts or big hurts, forgiveness is a part of it. But I think especially coming out of the seasons of marriage, and especially as we talked about the season of winter, which was, it's just a hard season. It was a hard podcast to do, and that's a hard season to deal with. And if you can't forgive your spouse, then it may be something you just don't really recover from. So, uh, on that happy cherry note, on that cherry note, yeah. And I think we, again, we're doing this on the heels of the winter quote season. If you heard that podcast. And as we said in the podcast, hopefully some of the things, and if you're listening then maybe your heart and intent is you want to do things to keep your marriage in those spring and summer seasons as much as possible. But the reality is many will experience certainly probably a fall, if not a winter season. And as you said, forgiveness many times is going to be a part of what's going to need to happen to move you from that fall or winter where possibly there has been hurt and and damage done and to move into a new season you're going to have to deal with some of those things. Yeah, I mean I can absolutely say if if it wasn't for forgiveness we wouldn't be together today. Because a lot of the stuff that, and I don't take blame for a lot of it, the things that we what did. percentage? No, we're not going percentages. Oh, okay. I'll take 51. No, 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 um, no, no. Okay, go ahead. But anyway, you know, I, I just don't think that, I think there were times if we hadn't been able to forgive, if you hadn't been able to forgive me, if God didn't give you that ability, I don't know that our marriage would have made it through some of those hard times. And I would like to think it would. But the reality is I know that, Man, conflict, hurt, it's going to be a part of a relationship. We're still being redeemed. We're being sanctified. We live in a fallen world, and we don't do things right. And the reality is we've got to learn how to forgive people properly. And that's just, uh, you know, we're talking about marriage, but that goes in any relationships that we have. Well, and I think there are probably two caveats that we want to be clear about at the beginning, maybe three. Number one. As you as you know, we are we are certified as marriage coaches in a in a couple other areas that involve working with couples, having a marriage ministry. We are not licensed counselors, right. so let us just say right off the bat, we have no idea who's listening. You may be listening, and your depth of hurt and pain and injury may be something that you absolutely need the help and the guidance of a great Christian counselor to help you walk through this path. So we're in no way trying to say that our little podcast here 
is going to do that. Yeah, correct. I, I think you can easily say in situations of infidelity and in situations where there's been abuse, what well, we really, really recommend and you need to see a counselor to how do you deal? How do you get beyond those? How do you get healing from that? And that's where the help of a counselor can really help you. Yes. Yeah, so, all right. So that was, did I say one or two? All right. So I said one was we in no way were trying right. to put this off as being counselors. Number two was we also want to certainly indicate that we have no idea the levels of things that people may be walking through. And therefore, certainly we're not sitting here saying we understand every piece and every layer of what it means to have to forgive your spouse. We don't. But we're going to talk about principles and general things. But again, please hear us say that. Number three, I think would be important for us to say that our focus, again, is coming from the point of that this is maybe a believer listening to this podcast. And either you're both believers in the marriage or if at least one of you is. So that if only one of you is and your spouse is not, that's a unique set of circumstances, situations. It doesn't change these principles we're going to talk about, but it does make it a little different. And certainly if you're listening and we're thrilled if you're listening and you do not in any way claim or think or quote, want to be a believer at this point in time, we're thrilled you're listening. But please know that some of what or most of what we're going to say is going to resonate from the vein of understanding what God's truth tells us about this. So I, I kind of wanted to say those three things so that somebody doesn't end up saying, well, heavens, y'all tried that like you saw forgiveness in X number of minutes. Because we're not going to. Yeah, no, no, at least I'm not. Maybe, no, I'm not either. That's why I want to be clear on that. All right. Okay. All right, let's get into it. Um, you know, I, I think maybe the first thing I want to say about forgiveness, and I'm, I want to equate it back to when we talked about love. And we, we've said that one of the big differences when the Bible talks about love is the word that it uses is agape and that it is an action. It is something you choose to do. It's not a feeling. There's other types of love. You know, it's not a romantic feeling. It's not I like you. It's not I feel safe. It's none of those. It is how I choose to act towards you. And I think forgiveness falls in that same vein. It is something that is active. It is a way that I choose and I make choices to not hold you hostage or, or whatever else to the things you've done in the past to me. Yes. And it is very much a choice that I have to make to let go of some things. And I think, and we're going to go through some things that it is and that it's not, but right there, what you just said in a nutshell, that is where the power of this comes in. I think, I think there's a, a stepwise process in this one, you get your mind set on what forgiveness is and is not. You choose to act and behave in a certain way. And ultimately, feelings, emotions will begin to fall in line behind that. But if you ever, and this is true in love too, if you ever wait on your emotions to you feel like doing a certain thing towards your spouse, 
that very likely won't happen. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's uh, let's jump into it. Um, we already jumped into it. You or, said that. Yeah, you're right. Jumping more. Okay. So we'll dive into it then. Yeah, deeper. Uh, hey, first of all, we forgive out of a heart that's been forgiven. And this is where, again, understanding we as talked a believer. About, yeah, the yeah. biblical, the spiritual concept of that. We receive forgiveness uh, in the, the model prayer that Jesus gave us. It, it alludes to that, Father, forgive us as we forgive those. But it's really sort of the other way because we have been forgiven. Then I think it's one of the things that God calls us to do is to forgive other people. So that is a biblical principle. Uh, we already said that it's it's not an emotion, so you may not really even feel like it. We'll look at that when we talk about some of the uh, the myths of forgiveness. It is releasing the one who has hurt us from your blame and your vengeance or your debt of you getting back at them. And obviously, this to me. When you start to say things like this, this is where the rubber really hits the road because this is where it is hard. Maybe that should have been disclaimer number four. We in no way are saying any of this is easy. We are not. We're not minimizing in any way. No, there's been deep, deep wounding. Forgiveness may be one of the harder things you ever do. And that's where... As a believer, we really lean into Jesus to give us the ability to do what he's to, yes, called us to do. Yes, absolutely to do that. But I think the idea that you choose to say, I'm not going to hold you in my debt because of what you did. That's a choice. And the strong feeling screams, but you owe me. But y'all, if we believe that and we continue with that emotion will never be free. No, we won't. We'll be bound up. And that's going to sort of break. We'll get to that point. So I think that's really one of the key points in this. Uh, some other things about forgiveness. And let's just sort of set the situation. Somebody has hurt you. They've come to you. They've confessed. They've said, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? What are you saying you're going to do? Well, one, we've already said, hey, I'm not going to hold this against you. I'm not going to keep punishing you. I'm not going to seek revenge on you for this. I'm choosing to let that offense go. It doesn't mean you're forgetting it, because when you've been deeply wounded, you're not going to forget it. It means I'm not going to talk to other people about it. That's a hard one. Yeah, because then we we do that because we want people to support us and say you're right to be hurt and all that. But that doesn't do any good. Um, I'm not going to keep thinking about it over and over again, because what that leads to is just a real bitterness and anger, I think. The bitterness, it becomes what you're in bondage to. Yeah, Yeah. and and I know that's hard, but that's where you remind yourself, hey, Paul says, take every thought captive. Hey, I've chosen, I've put that in the past. I have granted them forgiveness. I'm moving on. Um. You're not going to keep and hold it against him and keep bringing it back up and up again. Because that sort of means you really haven't gotten past that yet and forgiven him. And I think this again, and I think we mentioned this when we talk about conflict, this is one of the areas where we have to be really careful when, say, an offense has happened in the past and you, you as a couple have dealt with it and you have forgiven your spouse. So again, the idea, I've chosen to 
put this behind us, to not continue to bring it up. So therefore, we go down the road. Now we have a new conflict and I'm fighting or I'm, you know, maybe not handling it well. And I go back to my file folder and I pull it out, right? The past one. And I go, and in the past you did so-and-so. Yeah, don't forget. Yeah, don't forget. So that is something we want to really try not to do. Because if it's in the past, we need to leave it in the past. And that's, again, by the power of the Holy Spirit enabling us to begin to do that. Well, I got a question before we move on to myths right quick. You're asking questions? I'm asking questions, yes. Um, this is not question and answer time. I know, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay, so what if somebody said to you, okay, well, this this offense was pretty pretty bad. This was pretty deep. It has violated my trust. It's da-da-da-da-da. How fast do I have to forgive? I mean, like as soon as I find out, as soon as they confess, um, do I get some you're window ju- you're of time? You're jumping ahead. We're going to get to that oh, when I'm we sorry. talk about the myths. I don't want to get there. I really want to get to something else first. And that's really what I think the main, most important part about forgiveness. Forgiveness is not so much. It's not about letting that other person off and saying what they did was okay. Forgiveness is for the benefit of the one who's been hurt. It is to allow you to put something in the past to give it up to God so that you can go ahead and move forward in a much healthier way. I love this quote. I just need to read this, and I don't do this a lot. Uh, It's by Gary Rosberg, and he says, Forgiveness is how you bring your relationship into the light. It's how you set free the offended and the offender and allow for reconciliation. In fact, and this is what's key, the benefits of forgiveness are so overwhelming that if you cannot forgive for the sake of your spouse, you will want to forgive for how it will benefit you alone. Your choice is to let go of the wrongs done against you or to pay a heavy personal price. God says you must forgive because he's forgiven you. I love that idea that it is ultimately for your benefit. You know, I've seen relationships where there was a hurt in the past and the person just refused to forgive them. And what they ended up doing was cutting people out of their lives. They were bitter. They were angry. And in the end, they ended up alone Yeah. because they could not forgive hurts that had been done to them in the past. When we get to the mist, we're going to say, it is by no way minimizing any of the hurt that somebody's done to you. But what God doesn't want us to do is to be so hung up in the pain and the hurt and the anger that it it really just ruins the rest of our life. Well, and I think it may be one of those places, again, where this deception of Satan and our flesh to say it has got to feel good and right to keep dwelling on it. It has got to feel good and right to just feel all these fury, fiery emotions that are welling up in me. And in reality, though, it is like they say, it is like continuing to drink poison and hoping the other person's going to die. And you're the one who's dying because of what it's doing to you. But it's a deception that we just, we have a right to feel that way. And we do have a right to feel hurt and disappointed, but we don't want to stay there. No. 
We that's what I was asking able to, about the time. Yeah, we want to be able to move on. All right. I, want, I wanted to get to that because I really think that's the heart of it. Because I think so often we don't realize that forgiveness is really for our benefit. Yeah. So we can move beyond and move to a place of greater health. So let's look at some of the myths. Uh, one, the idea that, hey, when I forgive, I must forget. You know, we always have that, hey, forgive and forget. When someone's deeply wounded you, you're not going to forget that. No. That's just crazy. And so forgiveness doesn't mean that you forget the memory. Right. Um, second thing, uh, the idea that the hurt is just too great. You can't forgive. It's impossible to forgive. It may feel that way. And it probably does if the, if the offense is that yeah, deep. Yeah, it depends on what the offense is. And that is something where, you know, I say it all the time, hey, what God calls us to do, His Spirit will empower us to do it. And we talked about back in winter when we were there, this is more, that's the point you've just got to really lean into God. And even though the feeling may not be there as you talked about earlier, God, I'm going to be obedient to you. And then I'm going to trust that the feeling will come and okay. follow the obedience. Um. Hey, I can't forgive unless the other person asks for it. And I do think I do think it's important. I think in the restoration of the relationship, there needs to be there would have to there be needs that. to be yeah. confession and a taking of responsibility. But if another person refuses to, and you know they're not going to acknowledge it again, forgiveness is about you and setting you free so you can move on beyond it. I also love the idea that the myth that says, I don't feel like forgiving. So if I don't feel it, then it can't be genuine. And I read something, I, I want to say it's by Greg Moore, who's a writer for DesiringGod.org. And what he says is, you know, the saying, um, fake it till you make it. We yeah. say that all the time about stuff when you're not really feeling what you're having to do, but it's like, put it on, just make it happen. But he, he tweaks that or, or, or changes it up a little bit. And what he says is, fake it until God makes it real. Now, yeah. the faking part is basically let, and I love this, and this has been a freeing thing for me, a, a truth bomb for me. What's that? This is the truth bomb. Okay. That what I do is I am to behave my my mindset and my actions are to respond to you or to someone else that's offended me and hurt me in a way that says, how would I do this if I, in fact, felt it? If I felt loving towards you, forgiving, kind, gracious, what would my behavior look like? That is what I need to do, regardless of whether the feelings are there. It does not make it inauthentic. It really makes it my genuine decision of my mind and my choice. Just because my feelings are not there does not mean it's not an authentic choice I'm making to behave in a certain way toward you. And I love that because I think that is something as believers sometimes we get twisted up in. Well, I don't feel loving toward them. I don't feel romantic. I don't feel kind. I don't want to be understanding. And so we think, okay, I don't have to be. And I think this is a real truth that says, no, behave as if you did feel that way. Let God work to move and make the feelings and emotions line up with that. 
Yeah, that's that's why one of the reasons I said that I think forgiveness is a lot like love. God doesn't say, well, you act this way towards people you like, you're romantic about your character. No, he just says, love one another. He says, love your enemy. He says that love is a choice you make and it's how you act towards them. And in fact, I guess you could say forgiveness is an aspect of love. Well, that's what I was saying a little bit ago. Did you catch that? I said that point a little bit ago. You know, I don't listen all the time. All right. But yeah. And, but the idea, yeah, that it's really very similar to it. And so I think that's, um, anyway, I think that's a real powerful truth. All right. Let's look at the last couple of the myths. One, the idea in order to forgive, I have to pretend that nothing happened. No. I mean, you can hold people accountable. We've talked before about that trust has to be regained, and you can do that, have somebody do that, and you can look for them to change their behavior. So it's not like saying when you forgive somebody that, no, the hurt never happened, the consequences never happened, all of that. No, not at all. Yeah, I think that's an awesome point because, and I almost started to say that as my fifth disclaimer. That would have been way too many disclaimers. But to say we're talking about forgiveness, we're not really talking about right now about rebuilding trust. That'll be another podcast, which I think may be important to do because forgiveness and trust are a little bit two different things. And so... Again, the consequences of something might be there may have to be a period of separation. They may be have to be a period where somebody's getting help and counsel and working on something. Once trust is broken, if that's been a part of why you have to forgive, there's going to be a, a, a journey back toward restoration. And so that this is a little bit an apple and an orange. Yeah. And even in the case, and though I don't believe, I know that God says he hates divorce, but there are cases that he allows for it. But even in those cases where the offense has been so grievous that it comes under one of those biblical guidelines, even if the marriage ends, God's desire is still there be forgiveness there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because again, so, you're trapped Forever, yeah. or whichever one of you is not able to do that. Um, let's just sort of wrap it up. I know it's such a short time to handle this huge subject Elephant. of forgiveness. Yes. Yeah, That's and what I said. It wasn't going to be an end-all, be-all. No, it's not. It's just a few things, and there's a lot of stuff out there written on it that's a lot more depth. And again, we've talked about in really grievous hurts. There's a good chance that you need us, you need some professional counseling. Uh, a Christian counselor that can that can really guide you through that and, and guide you through with what Scripture says. Um, so if I had to say just a few things as we wrap up, one, it is, it's active. It's not just an attitude. As we just talked about, you said it is how you behave towards somebody. It doesn't mean that you've forgotten it. Yeah. Because I can still think back to things way in my past that people did. And I don't still have pain. I don't have anger. Everybody remember the incident. Right, yeah. And, and so that's not going to be, it's really for the benefit of the one who's doing the forgiving. Yeah. So that God can free you up from that burden of, of anger and bitterness to give you hope in a future. Yeah. And ultimately, forgiveness is good and right because it honors and glorifies God. When... We imitate God by forgiving others that have offended us. Man, that glorifies God. 
Because then what people see is how can they forgive somebody of hurt and we can point them to Jesus because Jesus has forgiven me, me much. And that attitude of forgiveness, even when the wounds are really, really deep, man, it allows us to point back to Jesus who's forgiven us of much. Hey, just for those of you who are listening to this and you've gone through hurt and just real deep, deep pain and our hearts go out to you. And I just really want to close this out tonight. I just want to close and I just want to pray for you. Yeah. Um, Father, I thank you for your goodness and your graciousness and your mercy. And God, I know there may be people out here who've experienced some of the deepest hurt ever. God, you know that. And God, you feel their pain. You understand that. You understand what it's like to be hurt and betrayed and abandoned. But God, I just pray you would wrap your arms around them and love on them right now. That God, they would feel your presence and your peace in a way that maybe they never have. And God, I just pray that you would give them the heart and the desire and the ability to forgive those who have so hurt them. God, set them free from that trap that Satan wants to keep them ensnared in. God, let them know your love and be able to extend that love and forgiveness to somebody else. And God, in that, you be glorified. And God, you rebuild them into a beautiful story of your redemption. So in the strong name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. Um, seems like the last two weeks have been some hard things. Yeah, I think I think next week we'll try to talk about something a little more upbeat. We'll do something a little lighter. Yeah, we'll do something a little lighter. So uh, until then, man, just praying that you have an awesome week and praying that, uh, man, you'll keep on forging those relationships and building these strong marriages that God desires.